here we are. Welcome, come one, come all, from far and wide. You are listening to the greatest podcast that you'll hear today, Figuring It Out with Joshua and Patrick. We are here, man. We're here. It is still October. It is still spooky. And we're getting some feedback. And we are excited about our grand finale at the end of October. So make sure you mark that on your calendars. The exact date will be posted on our Facebook page. So that way you can make sure you're ready to hear it when it drops. But we're going to keep this rolling if you're cool with that. Absolutely. Let's keep it rolling. So I have a couple of topics for you okay. and I want to hear um, your thoughts. I'm going to, I'm going to try to dive into both of these tonight. So these are both kind of uh, um, interesting slash kind of eerie, give you some, give you some boost goosebumps. And then for some people, depending on how, um, uh, how much you like road trips or checking out new places, um, you might have some to do's. So my two things I want to throw at you are the idea of reincarnation. Um, so that's in one hand. And then the other one is I'm going to give you a top 10 list mm. of uh, haunted places to visit in Ohio. So which direction do you want to take this first? Let's go with the top 10 haunted places. And then we'll kind of dive into the reincarnation topic because, um, man, I feel like that one could go on a little bit of a rat's tail there for a second. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> So, man, when it comes to haunted places, we talked about this last week, but um, some people love that feeling of being scared from the comfort of their couch. Some people like being scared um, at a uh, done up or made up haunted house. And then some people, I think the top tier are the people that like to go to places that are supposed to be actually haunted. And Ohio is... Uh, up there. I think it's one of the top states, if not the top state for haunted, known haunted locations in one state. So if you're listening to this from Ohio, um, it's all around you. <laughs> you're surrounded by it. And if you're not from Ohio, this is a, one of the reasons to visit Ohio. Visit cornfields like we talked about last week and also check out these haunted spots. So um I'm curious, are there any places that you have heard of kind of growing up in Ohio? That are haunted? Yeah. Um, Athens. Mm-hmm. And I went to school there. <laughs> and I probably just started Thunder because that's probably on your top 10. Because um, that's usually typically makes like national top 10 of haunted places in, in the world, really. Mm-hmm. Um, having the opportunity to have been able to go to school there for four years, I can definitely attest that there are some very eerie things that do uh, take place in Athens, Ohio. Um, without going into too much detail, because that will kind of be part of our grand finale, I know, but uh, I can attest Athens, um, definitely one of the more, um, what's the word I'm looking for here, uh, spiritually, uh, friendly active. and active, uh, locations. Yeah. So outside of that, not really. Uh, I mean, I've definitely had some different, um, experiences in my life, but no big places okay. that I would consider or have heard are like extremely haunted. Well, I'm about to put some under radar for you. Ooh, all right, I'm ready. I'm here. I'm ready to hear it. So this may be a nostalgic uh, alarm for some people too that you haven't heard this in a while and that you're going to hear this and be like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. There used to be a book series called Haunted Ohio. And they made like- I was just like, to mention that, man. Yes. I love that book series. Um, actually, I was just looking at those the other day. I'm thinking, I used to, I read all of them as a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so good. Sorry, go. I didn't mean to interrupt. But no, I was, dude. I, I, I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to ride on your emotional cur- curtails right here because I, I felt the same way thinking about this. Dude, there's so there's so much fun. Like, I remember being a kid, like reading these, and like, then I was like, and it was always funny how you would read these. So the the way that it would that would start for people that are not familiar with these haunted Ohio books, and I cannot remember the author's name off the top of my head, and you might have it. Just looked up. it up. Chris Woodward is his name. That's it. That's it. So really what this guy's doing is literally making a documentation of books that has like stories of all the different like eerie, scary, paranormal events that are taking place or like places that are paranormal active in Ohio. And it's crazy because you're like reading through this. So when he starts it off, he like puts the city, like what year, because some of them are like based on years. Some of them are like, you know, continuing on like this place is just going to be haunted, period. 
Um, and then you're like reading through it and then like, so I was like always impatient and I was like, I hate details. So I would always read the actual story, like what was scary. And then like after the fact, I'd be like, oh crap, that's actually really close to here. So you kind of yeah. like half scare yourself because you're like, oh yeah. crap, man. Like there was like one that I remember there's a, um, where's that, where's that at? It is a opera house. And I want to say that it's in. There's one in Nelsonville. It's not Nelsonville. Okay. It's an opera. I want to say it's a, like one of those like Byesville or something like that. Okay. Um, but anyway, it's something, some one of those cities was kind of like something like that. And I remember reading it. And at the time we, I lived in Zanesville and this place was only like less than an hour away. And I'm like, oh man, there's a haunted place literally less than an hour away. And you would like read like all these crazy stories about just like experiences people have had. And they're super, they're really well done um, as far as being written out. And they were just like, if you haven't checked them out, check them out, go to your local library, especially if you're in Ohio, they probably have them. Um, you can find them all over Amazon too. I think if you want to buy a book, they're less than 20 bucks a book. So they're not yeah. like, they're not overly expensive books. So definitely check them out. Like they're really fun. Um, really good for all ages. I don't feel like they're too overly scary for kids, but they're also kind of like fun. You can get some really good fun ideas too, as an adult of like places to go check out if that kind of tickles your fancy, so to speak. So when you were talking about that, it kind of reminds me of, um, uh, this is another nostalgic nod here, but there were the books, uh, chicken soup for the blank soul. And they had one for every soul out there. Um, but <laughs> it's kind of cool because it is a very short read. It might just be a, cu a couple paragraphs. It might be a couple pages, but it typically never stretched more than that. It just cut to the chase and you're so true it was so cool i would sometimes not read it in order but look for cities that were close by or nearby and then kind of see like oh what's out there um but haunted ohio i also uh screwed up the guy's name so sorry chris his name is chris woodyard so like oh okay Woodyard wood tree and then like a backyard so chris woodyard and um haunted ohio if you're searching it they're gonna have there's gonna have all kinds of um like Ohio books out there. So they all kind of look the same with slightly different colors of fonts. So it kind of looks like a cloudy night sky with a circle at the top. And it has the outline of Ohio with a skull in the middle of it. And dude, these books are going for like six bucks. So look it up, buy it if you have not and read through these because they are freaking awesome. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so I got this list from a uh, really cool magazine that I had heard of, and I wasn't sure where I had heard of it from because I've lived in Zanesville, Athens, and Cincinnati, um, and it's a Cincinnati magazine. So it's from around here, um, but the title of this are um, or is The 25 Most Haunted Places in Ohio to Visit This Halloween. Okay. Um, so there's 25 of them. I'll throw up the link on our page too, but... I want to give you um, 10 of them mm -hmm. and I am going to be reading um, off of this. That way I don't butcher anything and I can kind of okay. give it it's, it's due uh, spookiness. Um, some of these you may have heard of before. And I wanted to, again, with this being a Cincinnati magazine, they do a pretty good job of going all over the state, but I want to make sure that I kind of give you a little bit from everywhere. Okay. And it's not just like Cincinnati heavy. Um, but there is a lot out there. So, so I want to where you get yes. dived into this. So is this ranked from like most, like least scary to most scary, or is this just like top 10 places in general to like visit? Like, I just want to try and understand this. That's a great question. And I actually don't know. Um, it, it says the 25 most, and it starts with a number one, um, but it doesn't have numbers attached to it. It's like a slideshow okay. kind of deal. Um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to I'm going to go out there and say it's not. It's just a, a comprehensive list of 25 okay. spots. Um, and I also want to preface that some of these are public places where you can go in and take tours. Some of them are private. They're privately owned. Their houses or, or spaces that are owned privately. Um, so we're both going to encourage you to respect the law. Yeah, don't uh, don't go trespassing to check out a scary place. Right. Yes. Look up, do your research and respect those laws. I know that sounds pretty self-explanatory, um, but stick to it. So um, the first one we have here is a place called Music Hall. And this is in Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay. Um, so for folks who have never been to Cincinnati, or maybe you've been once or twice, there's this area of Cincinnati called Over the Rhine. 
-hmm. And um, not to get too boring, it's this little subset of downtown Cincinnati. It was, um, when it was created, it was mostly inhabited by um, German immigrants. It was called Over the Rhine because there was a canal. And to get to this part of Cincinnati, you had to cross the canal. The river in Germany is called the Rhine River. And so they call it Over the Rhine and it just stuck. Um, but Over the Rhine is the second most protected neighborhood in the country in terms of historical buildings. Um, so they're actually the French Quarter is number one and in the US and um, New Orleans and over the Rhine and Cincinnati is number two. So um, an absurd amount of historical structures, houses, buildings, um, and they're protected under kind of that, that national um, protection of historical landmarks. Um, and here is Music Hall and it's this giant um, music venue for orchestras and, and singers and whatnot. So I'm gonna hop into this here. It says, Music Hall sits on several eerie plots of land and is reported to be one of the most haunted places in America. A portion of the building is situated on an 1800s potter's field where a cemetery used to unceremoniously bury the poor and unidentified or unclaimed bodies. And then when a chloria outbreak in 1832 killed hundreds of Cincinnatians, many children became orphans after losing their parents to this horrifying disease. The Cincinnati Orphan Asylum was built next to where Music Hall is today and eventually became a pest house because it entrapped several people with infectious diseases. But it wasn't until 1876 when excavations began for the construction of Music Hall that workers first came across human bones in and around the foundation. The skeletons found during excavation were laid to rest in a plot in Spring Grove, in Spring Grove Cemetery but more remains were discovered in 1927 when workers were digging a trench. And again in 1988 when, according to the Friends of Music Hall, workers drilling a new elevator shaft uncovered 200 pounds of bones. Jeez. More recently, Music Hall was renovated in 2016 when workers found human remains under the orchestra pit. So you can tell um, there is a lot of... Um, uh, yeah dead bodies. <laughs> a lot, I was trying to figure out how to say this. And yeah, you just, you're exactly right. Um, a lot of death, um, a lot of despair, um, and just a lot of energy um, in that area. I'm sure. Um, That's crazy, man. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of those folks um, were going through a lot as they were in their final moments. So, so yeah. Wow. As, what Josh doesn't realize guys is now he's just given me a list of things that we're going to visit the next time I go to his house. So it's crazy. Uh, and Cincinnati, if, if you're interested in Cincinnati and the, the haunted history of it, they actually give tours. Um, and I actually did a tour and right in front of Music Hall, there's this beautiful uh, park and it's just this open green space with um, sidewalks and trees and they have space for outdoor concerts and whatnot. And they told us that the front yard or that park in front of City uh, Music Hall, um, it used to be a cemetery. And oh. they decided, okay, we're going to make this a park. So we're going to move all these bodies to a cemetery. So they told everyone, hey, we just moved all these bodies to the cemetery. And then um, 15 years ago, they were like, we're going to build an underground parking garage underneath this park. So they start digging for this and they find uh, mass grave sites and tons of like, grave sites. And it was during that outbreak um, in the 1800s, that Chloria outbreak. Um, and so they, they found all this stuff. And so basically they were told that they had moved it, but they had not moved all the bodies. So um, City Hall and, or Music Hall in Cincinnati is definitely a space where right. um, there's a lot of activity. Yeah, lots of activity. Um, another one for you is the Ohio State Reformatory. So have you heard of this before? I believe I, I believe I have. Is it the one that's uh, located up near like um, Mansfield? Boom. You got okay. it. Did your homework. So fun fact about that one. Um, that's actually part of the movie Shawshank Redemption was filmed there. You got it, sir. Yep. That's yep. what I was about to say. If, if any of you movie buffs, um, if you're not into scary stuff, but you're into movies, that is, yeah, where they shot a lot of it. Um, so originally a prison, um, the Ohio State Reformatory opened in 1890. By the 1960s, the prison became overcrowded, brewing nasty diseases and major conflict among prisoners. 
Some were forced to share cells, even death row inmates. Mm. Overpopulation caused a number of inmate deaths. Most died of diseases. Some hung themselves and others became severely mentally ill. The prison was forced to close in 1972. 1972. So like, Mm. that was like, my dad was in like middle school or end of elementary school. So like, this is, this is fairly recently. Um, The paranormal history of this building is a violent one. Visitors have reported being hit or shoved, hearing cell doors slam, and most just feel incredibly uneasy when visiting. Um, 215 grave sites on this land and a painful reminder of the suffering prisoners faced. This place has a ton of public tours um, varying across all different types of interests, and they have plenty of paranormal investigations or tours that happen here. So if you're into that kind of stuff, this is definitely a great place to visit. And like you said, Pat, it's in Mansfield. So just kind of North of Columbus. Yeah. So that's definitely, that's a cool place to check out. Molly and I have actually wanted to check on that, that one out for a while. You should go, man. I actually, I had talked about it forever. Whenever we would go to Putin Bay as a kid, we would drive what, past it. Yeah, right, right through Mansfield. Yep. yep. And so um, my cousins and I, um, Lauren and Brian, we actually went, I think it was last year. Um, and it is very eerie. It's we we just took a regular tour of okay. it, and man, it's um, so the cell blocks where it's just kind of like what you see or what you picture in movies, where I think it's like I don't know five or seven stories high, and it's just one cell after another cell after another cell, and there's hundreds of cells in just this one giant room, and it's like the largest freestanding cell block in the world. And wow, they have like, cool. they have like three of them. Yeah. And I know that they also do um, overnight tours. Like they do mm-hmm. overnight stuff where you get to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's actually like, yeah, that'd be really fun to do too. And it's untouched. So it looks exactly how it looked when it was functioning. Um, okay. And and when you're walking through, you can actually like walk into a cell and whatnot. So super uh, eerie. It's yeah, a very, and it is an unsettling feeling as they kind of talk about. So another one I got for you is the Dent Schoolhouse, D-E-N-T, like if you have a a dent in your car. Um, Legend says that a group of students mysteriously vanished from the Dent Schoolhouse in 1942, followed by several more disappearances in the years to follow. It wasn't until 1955, 13 years later, for, for those of you doing math, that a foul odor led angry community members to the school's janitorial basement where the students' bodies were discovered and barrels wedged between the walls. The murders were attributed to the school's janitor, but the man, Charlie, was never found. That is until now. Charlie is said to roam the halls of the school today, cleaning alongside the 50 to 65 actors who bring the dent to life every Halloween. In addition to the costume actors, the actual spirits of his victims are also said to roam the halls and Dent offers ghost tours for those who want to experience a paranormal. So this place now is known as a haunted house and the second tier that I referenced where they kind of like, they kind of make it a haunted house and they have paid actors or volunteers that kind of jump out and scare you and that kind of stuff. Um, Holly and I did this uh, last Halloween and it's actually voted as one of the top haunted houses and air quotes like actors um in the country hmm. okay wow were you were you happy were you pleased with it it was pretty impressive they they put a lot of money into animatronics and um just the props and it starts in the schoolhouse and it goes into the basement it goes out into the this like backyard area so it goes all over the place um if you do do that at some point in the future, like in a more normal world where COVID isn't a thing, um, expect a long, long wait because it's crazy popular. Um, but the Dent, the Dent Schoolhouse is a really, okay. a really, is, I mean, it looks like a one room schoolhouse. It's very, very spooky. Okay, on my list now, on my list. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Another one, okay, you ready for this one? Mm-hmm. It's a place called The Ridges. Oh, hey, I think I've heard of that one. <laughs> I told you Athens would make the list. You called it, man. You called it. It's it's number eight on this list. Oh, wow. And, um, you and I can both, I, I, I just want to get a little bit on this, and then I want to hear what you have to say about it. Um, so basically, The Ridges was a, uh, 
a psychiatric hospital and in its time, it was known as one of the most, if not the most advanced humane, um, uh, cutting edge, uh, spaces for, um, differently abled folks in the country. And the majority of the first patients were actually civil war veterans. And you got to think this is before, um, PTSD and, um, really any kind of like mental illnesses were diagnosed. Um, and so the, a whole wide range of um, patients here, but it was supposed to be kind of a, a peaceful place for them to live out the remaining days. And it was kind of a self-sustaining community. Mm-hmm. Um, but then unfortunately it uh, took a turn. And um, I want to say in like the early 1900s, um, this place was known as one of the places for lobotomies. And if you have not heard of lobotomies, it is this absolutely horrific and inhumane way of trying to cure headaches or migraines or, um, what they have referred to as derangement or PTSD or whatever it was, um, night terrors. What they would do is they got this giant pickaxe and they would, feed the pickaxe up through the nasal cavity and try to um, tear apart some spots in the frontal lobe. And uh, obviously the majority of folks that had this done, they were forever altered, their their brain chemistry. And um, it's, it's just awful. Um, there was a tuberculosis ward um, with it being an airborne illness that it was kind of off to the side away from everything else. But if you ever visit Athens, um, the buildings up there are referred to as numbers. So there's like building 33 or building mm-hmm. two. And I think there's like 30 something buildings up there. So yeah, yeah, there are definitely worth checking out. Yeah, absolutely. And the one that used to be the TV ward is actually no longer standing. Um, so for those of you that, because it was tore down when we were in school there. So um so just if you do go up there, keep in mind, but the, you, if you ask any locals, they'll tell you where the area of it was. It's still up there. It's flat. Like it's a big flat area. Um, it's still kind of eerie to go up there and stand th- to this day. Um, honestly. So definitely worth a check out though, to get up there. It's like one of the best, coolest places. And even if you're not going there for paranormal, I really do recommend going up to check out the ridges anyway. They've got a really cool art gallery up there that you can check out now. Um, it's a really cool place to go. There is one part, there are some parts of the buildings that are still actually not able to, you're not able to access now. Um, they're actually permanently shut off to the public. So, uh, but it's pretty cool. I would recommend going up there at night as well. Um, really eerie. So it's yes. pretty cool. And if you've heard of the ridges, what is synonymous with the ridges is a thing called the stain. Um, this is close to the public. Um, so you're not able to see it, but the stain um, is basically a, a, a woman um, who uh, was a patient when they were about to move everything out of the ridges to a more modern facility. Um, she stepped away from her, her spot. Uh, the, the rumors are, was that she was mute and she couldn't hear people calling for her. And so she went off to a, an area that had been previously um, part of the hospital, but as the, the years were going on, it slowly dwindled and this, they were kind of bringing everyone to the center of the building. She kind of went out to one of the wings and they had were, they were renovating this area um, and there was a broken window. So there was a cold breeze coming in. And mm-hmm. the rumor is that she went in this room, she undressed herself and then she laid down on the ground and passed away from hypothermia or from the extreme weather conditions with that broken window. And when they finally did find her, her mm-hmm. clothes were neatly folded windowsill. Um, and when they removed her body, there was a stain from where she had been laying. Um, and that stain is still there today. And no matter how many times they try to scrub it or paint over it or whatever it may be, um, it still appears. Years. And if you Google it, you will definitely see the outline of a person. And it's really creepy. Yeah, absolutely. And my um, father-in-law has actually had the luxury of being able to see that stain. Cause that's one of those parts of the building. Like I was telling said earlier, it's shut off. Like the public can't access that part of the building. So he kind of got lucky and was able to do that because he also is an alum from there as well. So check out the ridges, check out everything. Like the city of Athens in general is a very haunted place uh-huh. in general, but 
the ridges more specifically. Um, you'll definitely get that uh, eerie feeling that if you're seeking that, you will find it. For sure. <laughs> um, another one I got for you is a place I've actually never heard of, um, and it's called the Buxton, B-U-X-T-O-N, the Buxton Inn. It's in mm -hmm. Granville, so uh, relatively close to Columbus, relatively close to Buckeye Lake. Um, it says established in 1812, the Buxton Inn is a hotel, tavern, and restaurant that takes you back in time. It was incredibly popular in its day, even visited by a few presidents. Today, the ghosts of past owners are said to haunt the building and surrounding land. Major Buxton, one of the owners who the inn is named after, is said to haunt it as well. Guests have reported slamming doors and hearing their names called out. Um, room seven and room nine are apparently the most haunted. So Ooh. if you are into paranormal experiences and you want that overnight experience, you can stay there. Um, yeah, I don't know about all that. Also, yeah, no thanks for me too. <laughs> I love scary movies. I love going to the tier two haunted houses where it's actors. When it comes to the tier three and it's like, you know, a little more actual situations, uh, that's where I would rather hear um, stories and I would rather watch YouTube videos and not be there myself. Although sometimes I scare myself even more with the YouTube videos. What's that? <laughs> I said sometimes I get myself a little bit more worked up with the YouTube videos. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Because then it's like a train wreck. You just keep watching one right after the uh, other. It's a rabbit hole, dude. It's terrifying. Um, another one I got for you. Um, again, I have not been here before, uh, but it's in Columbus. So I know there are some folks that listen to this in Columbus. Mm -hmm. And you can throw this in your GPS. It's called the Palace Theater. Yep. So it said, oh, have you heard of it? I've heard of it. Yep. Interesting. So it says, before a show he was performing in the 1970s, magician Harry Blackstone held a seance with a medium to contact a deceased fellow magician, the arch rival of his father, um, according to The Lantern, which is an Ohio State publication. But they accidentally reached another spirit instead, the ghost mm -hmm. of a man who was murdered in the theater and now haunts the building. Um, but the lure of this guy lives on. The magician made a pact with family and friends to ensure that they would try to contact him once he died. Uh, the ultimate test of attempting to contact this magician has failed each time someone tries to, but many attempts convince people that there are other spirits wandering the building as well. In fact, the theater has updated its security system due to the many visitors who think they will be the ones to contact this magician. So apparently um, there is... Uh, a person who was murdered in the theater and now they haunt the building. So if you're ever going to a show at the palace, keep that in mind. Yeah. And uh, no thanks again. This is another lesson as to why you don't try to mess with the dead. Exactly. That's what Just I say, man. When let it comes the dead to, like, be the dead. Um, yes. That's the end of that. Yes. And we'll talk about that in one of our up in that grand finale episode. But man, I, I, the reason I don't like going to that, that tier three haunted house is because I respect the dead and I hope they respect me and we're just going to kind of go about our own ways, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, you kind of do you, I'll do me and I will, uh, I will respect the fact that you were now the deceased. That's right. Yes. Um, the other one I got for you is a place that you've been to. So I'll let you take it away. Um, it is the Moonville tunnel. Oh man. So I've, and don't act like that you haven't been there, by the way, we went there together, you jerk. Um, I've actually been to Moonville, so it's actually really cool. It's actually also really close. Um, it's actually not that far away from Athens, honestly. If you're going down that way, um, it's actually uh, pretty close. I'm trying to think of what the nearest – there's an actual park that's nearby, though. So it's kind of near – it's like on the backside of Zaleski State Forest, if you guys are familiar with Zaleski, which is also near Athens. Um, it's really – it's really – plug into your GPS. You'll find it. Uh, keyword of advice, though, your GPS will get you there. Um, but when you get out there, your phone probably won't have service to get you back home. So do remember the route in which you had to take until you can get back a little ways so you don't get lost. Um, pro tip. But it's really what it is, is it's a giant tunnel. So that's why it's called Moonville Tunnel. So there used to be this like, little city right there called Moonville. Um, and it really was a major, like, kind of what your old school railroad towns used to be. It used to be basically a town that was off of an old major traveled used railroad bed. Um and it's this giant tunnel that they actually built into the rock um, with brick. And it's been redone a few times. I believe it was just last redone in either 50s or the 60s. They've done redone it a few times to kind of make it um, not going to be able to collapse and make sure that it's sustainable, I guess, is the best way to put it. And that it's, you know, 
um, structurally sound, but it's actually really, really kind of eerie when you get down there. So you get down there and you're like walking through, you kind of have to walk a little path to get back to this like tunnel. And all of a sudden randomly just opens up and then there's this like giant tunnel. It's like randomly located right now in the middle of like the woods essentially is what it is um, because it did, but it is an old railroad. It's an old railroad bed is what it is. So it's extremely flat. And it's really, what's really cool is as you walk through it, you'll see some of the uh, old like lines they used to use for like telegraphs and things of like that nature, like as through the area. And you'll even see some of the old railroad uh, ties laying there. Um, but I'll never forget the first experience that Josh and I had <laughs> when we go there. And we were just like, eh, we're going to go check out Moonville Tunnel. Like, it's no big deal. Like, it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> and we get down there, there's these people that are set up in the middle of the tunnel oh, that yeah. we're like recording. And we're like, what the heck are they doing? Like, like what you, it's a tunnel, man. Like, what are you doing? Um, we get down there, we're talking to these guys. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're down here, like, record for paranormal, paranormal stuff. And we're like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, this is like one of the biggest, like, um, known haunted places, like, in the area. So we're down here trying to, like, get haunted. <laughs> recordings and we're like wait wait what 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 did we just like step into so this is definitely not what we josh and i were not um haunted house hunting by any stretch of the imagination um let me add that and it is it's one of those places where as you walk into the tunnel and it's a pretty long tunnel i'd say it's probably i'd say it's probably about 150 yards long um it's a little over football field it just feels extremely like eerie um as you walk through this place. And the reason for that is I was actually, we were doing some research on it. So apparently in the construction of that, a number of people died um, in the construction of this uh, railroad like tunnel, apparently. Um, and apparently from my understanding is there's rumor that a lot of, some of those bodies were actually built behind the wall as they did that. Like huh. people that died from the, like the local town, cause it was such a small town. Um, and there's really no grave sites along the, along the way. Um, there really isn't any graveyards or anything like that. There are a few in the area, but uh, none that are close by to where this would have been. And you just feel this sense of like, almost like cold. I don't know how else to describe it. Like when you get in there, it's just like super cold and super eerie. Um, so definitely recommend you check it out though. It's a cool little place. I wouldn't recommend it trying to make it an all day trip because you're going to be there for like an hour. But um, if you're going down to Zaleski to hike or you're going even down to Athens, I would recommend checking that out. It's a really nice, cool pull-off spot. You can get on top of the tunnel if you so desire. There is a way to do that that's pretty safe. Um, I actually took a – I've actually been there twice this summer, um, which has been kind of unique because I had not been there since Josh and I went, like, years and years ago. And it, what was really weird is I took this picture in the middle of the day um, of the tunnel, and I come home, and I'm, like, looking at my pictures. And I know that sometimes when you take a picture, like, you're going to get a weird, like, haze or maybe get, like, a weird, um, like, rainbow in it. But with the way my camera was positioned, no way should I have gotten any um, distortions, anything of my camera that day. Um, but there was like weird. There was like this big rainbow, like in the top corner of my picture of like, uh, like right above the actual tunnel. Um, kind of creepy. So I don't know. You take that for what you will. I took it as a paranormal experience because I was like, I know that there was, that was not there when I took the picture and creepy. So check it out. Check out Moonville Tunnel for sure. It's super creepy. And just hearing you re-describe it, because I haven't been there in years. And I think for me, what the scariest thing is, um, is what you alluded to with just kind of like the location of it. Because yes. it's not like go to 628 Moonville Drive and it's like on your left. It's like you have to find the GPS coordinates and then like park your car on the side of this gravel road and then like go and when we did it the first time we did it um you had you really had to know and you had to like cross this river well they've since built a bridge and they're starting to really kind of um build yes. up this area again and kind of embrace the history of it um it's not really as abandoned as it was when we went the first time um but it's so scary man because it's like in the middle of nowhere in the woods and it's just so that's i think that's the creepiest thing about it so it even adds to the more of effect now too. So as you mentioned, they did build a bridge and of course, you know, since it's a bridge that's kind of, you know, over top of like a 50 foot drop, they um, have chain link fence that kind of goes along it. And people have now deemed this kind of like, I don't know if you're familiar with like the bridge of the camera, I think it's in California where they like put locks on it. Oh yeah. So people are now putting like a bunch of locks on this bridge. Huh. So as you're walking into the entrance, you like just see all this and it's kind of like eerie because you're like all these like, locks that are kind of like on this bridge and then you're like oh now i'm going into this tunnel 
Um, that's, that's an interesting visual. Yeah, so it's kind of very, very strange. It's, it's much nicer now that they do have it mapped out a little bit better, but yes. um, it actually connects to, which I didn't know this until we were there, so for some of you more adventurous people too, it connects to, it is part of a horseback riding trail. Uh -huh. So you will see horses along the route because people do do that, um, which also just kind of adds to the eeriness, I feel like, a little bit. You're just like randomly totally. strolling along and then someone just walks, like one person just strolls by on their horse. You know? <laughs> And I'll never forget the one time that we were doing it. It was actually this, again, when I was there this earlier this summer, some guy comes in. He was, like, in his, like, full-on, like, what I call cowboy uniform, right? And he's just like, how y'all doing today? And I'm like, not to be stereotypical, but, like, I'm going to a haunted tunnel, and then I got some guy, like, rolled up that looks like Dusty the Prospector. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I'm like, okay, like, are you a ghost? Um, and you're solo, so I don't hear any other horses in the area. Um, so talk about just adding to the fact of just like, all right, I don't know what we're doing here, but this is definitely eerie. That is hilarious, dude. It's true. Yeah. You're like, you're just on edge when you're here. Cause it's just like middle of nowhere. GPS is spotty. You got to find it. You got to hike back to it. Dusty the prospectors on a horse looking down on you. Like there's just a lot going on. And so also it's been like known apparently too. So since people did die there, um, I think there was actually at some point there were some hangings that took place there is my understanding. Um, so you, it's been, my understanding is the legend is you, um, sometimes people have been, have like seen like the shadows of hanging bodies above the Moonville tunnel as well. Um, so it's just like kind of like a really eerie, like I almost feel like when you're there, I would never want to go in the dark because I just feel like if somebody's just like somebody would come down behind me and you just hear that, they'd be like, out here no one can hear you scream kind of thing. you know like i just i'm just imagining some like yeah i'm just imagining some really scary things happening um if i went out there past dusk so on the on this uh city beat uh page it says the most infamous moonville ghost story originated in 1880 when engineer theodore lawhead was driving a train down the dark and desolate tracks from cincinnati to marietta when another train unexpectedly collided with his this was mm. apparently a train dispatcher's mistake, and Lawhead and the firemen were killed instantly. As early as 1895, just 15 years later, ghost stories about a figure thought to be Lawhead holding a bright white lantern with a flowing white beard, eyes that glistened like balls of fire, and a halo of twinkling stars uh, would appear and just as quickly disappear. Um, so yeah, that's, that's terrifying. And there's also another... Um, uh tunnel near there not as famously known but called king's hollow tunnel oh, yeah. and it's a wooden structure um moonville's like this old um stone one and king's hollow to me is even creepier but um if you're there that that uh, horse trail that past talking about is the uh moonville rail trail and it actually shows up on google maps so oh really i didn't know that <laughs> yeah and then to go with how um, we talked about how it's getting a little more, um, little more love recently and updating and stuff. I could not believe I, I got a Facebook invitation last year and it's a real thing and it's not happening this year, but in the future, I'm sure they're going to keep it going. It's called midnight at Moonville. Yep. And it's this event that they have now and it goes from like three to 11 when they have it. Um, they have live music, they have a schedule of activities, so like storytelling, and they have wagon rides to cemeteries in the area. They have interactive paranormal investigations, like all kinds of stuff, and anyone can do this. Yeah. <laughs> so interesting, right? Yeah, I know. I want to do one of those one year. So definitely throw in um, Moonville Tunnel to your list if you're looking for some stuff to road trip for this, this fall. Okay, let's get to the next one here. So the next one we have is the another place I have not heard of in Columbus for all you Columbus people. Camp Chase Confederate Cemetery. That just so, sounds scary. You say Confederate. I know. Camp Chase. So used as a Confederate prison camp during the Civil War, close to 2,000 soldiers were laid to rest at Camp Chase Confederate Ooh. Cemetery, many taken by disease like smallpox. Obviously, okay. this place is rumored to be haunted, but not by soldiers. The mysterious weeping lady in gray is said to wander and lay flowers on two specific graves. Those who've spotted her are overcome with tremendous sadness, watching her seemingly grieve. 
She's even allegedly photographed by paranormal investigators. So Dang. That's, that's a little spooky. Um, cemeteries yeah, I mean, in general are such a weird thing. In my opinion, I don't know. I just, I'm kind of weirded out by the idea of cemeteries because um, there's just like so much like energy and I don't know. There's just a lot so, going on there. I'm, I was going to save this for, because you just brought the idea of cemeteries, but yeah, cemeteries creep me out. I'll never forget the one time. So there's one that's up by the ridges mm-hmm. that you're like walking up there and you like, look, and I'll never forget. It was like walking up there late one night because it's actually one of the like, you're actually, other than the actual cemetery, like you can walk the ridges late at night in the dark and you're actually allowed to do that. Now, I know I think some of those rules have changed over the last few years um, because unfortunately people have stole bricks for many, many years mm-hmm. um, and people have gotten in a lot of trouble up there. But I'll never forget like seeing a pair of red eyes just like, beaming into that cemetery as i'm like looking up this hill and i'm like i like took a double take and i'm like there's literally these like red eyes and i'm like there's no way because i'm thinking like it's a deer or like something like that no it was totally like something that was not natural and uh i won't get into too much detail but and because I, I don't want to take away all of our stuff for our, you know big grandmaster episode but yeah cemeteries are just something you do not mess with especially if you're gonna go to the cemetery go during the day don't go at night like that's just right. like kind of the same premise of don't mess with the dead right yes. Respect the dead. Don't go to a cemetery after dark. Yes. These are common and, like horror film like known facts. Yes. Yeah. It's it's like obvious you would think, and also just in general cemeteries are just being respectful. Like. Yeah, man. Like, don't step on the dead. You know, right. like. Don't be there's weird. kind of those common sense things you do when you're at a cemetery, and there's like because it's so weird. There's a, a cemetery in Cincinnati that pops up on Atlas Obscura, um, mm-hmm. and I hear about all the time called Spring Grove Cemetery. And they're like, yeah, people will have picnics on the lawn. And I'm like, what is this? Like, what, like, what is this? <laughs> like, I, I don't even know. Like, glitch in a simulation. This sounds crazy. Um, that sounds a little weird to me. So, yeah, going into cemeteries um, is an interesting, uh, I don't know. I, I typically stay away from them just out of respect. But that might be something that you consider <laughs> respectfully doing in, if you're in Columbus. And that's Camp Chase Confederate Cemetery. Um, I'm going to move away from that one because it kind of freaks me out even just talking about it. <laughs> and uh, the next one is close to our old stomping grounds um, near Zanesville. And is it it's president? In, yes. Is it Trenway Mansion? It is. There we go. That was actually going to be one of my big spots to hit. Yep. So Trenway Mansion, um, also yeah. known as Prospect Place. Sorry, so, yes, Prospect Place. It's in a city that's it's like a little part of, of Dresden called Trenway. So uh-huh. that's what everybody calls the Trenway Mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, as a little caveat, check it out. Um, they actually did a show there. I think it's a show called uh, Ghost Hunters. Hunters, and they actually did one there uh, yeah. a couple of years ago. They did uh, they did one there and got some pretty eerie stuff. So uh, definitely a place you. Uh, it's actually kind of even more eerie um, because it's like in the middle of this giant open field, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's like how you picture like an like like a uh, mansion that would be haunted to be like in the middle of an open field with like really nothing around. It. Yes. So, um, again, this is one of those. Just to reiterate, this is private. This is private property, so yes. don't just try to stroll up. Um, actually, now it's a restaurant. Oh, so wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like a half restaurant or something like that. Somehow it serves food or something like that that you can go get during the daytime. Um, so you can actually go check it out. There are they do do tours. I believe they even have some places you can stay, but it's not a place you can go just like check out really willy nilly. It, it is private property, right? So don't yeah. be trespassing people. So I'll read you the um, story for this one. So it says, a former stop of the Underground Railroad, many battles during the Civil War occurred at Prospect Place. George W. Adams was rich and a huge advocate for social justice during this time. George owned several flour mills used as safe houses where he'd allow slaves to stay. Mm -hmm. Prospect Place was built to temporarily house slaves, giving giving them food and a place to rest before continuing their journey to freedom. George was knowingly committing a crime, but still selflessly took this risk. When a bounty hunter came to his house, yelling at George to release the slaves, his ranch workers confidently told him to go away. But they followed him back home, where they abducted him and killed him. George's spirit is said to violently haunt the land and lash out at visitors. And according, in addition to George, slaves who fled to the basement before the bounty hunters found um, and were shot are also said to haunt the building. Yep. So 
And they actually, they go into detail on this on that ghost adventures or ghost hunters. I can't remember yeah. which. I said I think ghost it was hunters. ghost hunters or something like that. But it was one yeah. of those shows. If you just look it up, Trinway Mansion or look up uh, Prospect Place, it'll pop right up. Like the, it's a big. It was a big thing for the time, um, for the area because you don't get much television to to Zanesville area um, right. other than that or for you know killing a bunch of wild exotic animals. Um, mm -hmm. We get TV there for that too, but. Uh, but yeah, so that's definitely check that out. It's actually kind of eerie. So I've had the opportunity to be in it. Um, really? Yeah. So I've had the opportunity to be in it, like eat um, and stuff like that when they first did that. Um, and just kind of check it out. We actually didn't eat, but we were just kind of in there just to like check it out, like see what it was all about because it was open. And um, it's definitely eerie. Like they'll tell you there's definitely stories that like of staff members who will tell you that like they'll randomly be like sitting there and like pieces of like silverware will just go like flinging across the room. Um, and things of that nature so and then they'll like hear like footsteps just coming back out of the cellar like randomly like out of nowhere and there's no one there so like there's definitely plenty of stories and people who work there will be more than happy to tell you their experiences as well if you're able to get in and they're open i did not know that it was a restaurant yeah. wild dude yeah at least it was i don't know if it still is it used to be it just it, it, it would that's just recently jeez yeah, so that's at least to drive by and see it. Because like Pat said, it has that scary movie house kind of feel to it, even just driving up and turning mm -hmm. around by it. It's insane. Um, I got one more for you. Okay. And it's called Bobby Mackey's Music World. And what? It's, dude, it's the weirdest thing. So this is, um, Cincinnati is weird, where Northern Kentucky is also considered Cincinnati like our airport is in um in northern Kentucky so we kind of just claim the the first like 20 minutes of northern Kentucky as part of Cincinnati um and part of that is this little town called Wilder Kentucky and it's just a, a stone's throw across the Ohio River when you drive past this place it just looks like this old hole in the wall bar like biker bar kind of vibe called Bobby Mackey's um this is known as like one of the places in the entire country and um every uh, ghost show that you've ever heard of has been here probably twice like i know ghost adventures has been here twice and they say that it's like these these spots um and I'll, I'll just read you the little excerpt here um so it says yes bobby matthews is technically in northern kentucky but is labeled as the most haunted nightclub in america and has been featured multiple times on travel channels ghost adventures Owned and operated by country singer Bobby Mackey, the building was built in 1850 and originally served as a slaughterhouse and meatpacking operation. After the slaughterhouse was closed in 1890, the building took on a new life as a casino and eventually became the site of the Latin Quarter, a nightclub popular with mobsters. It was a, a spot renowned for murder, mob activity, and satanic rituals be before becoming Bobby Mackey's in 1978. The building remains rich with history, and many patrons say that the bar is still inhabited by former frequenters. Um, and there was a there. I mean, there's been deaths that occurred here, um, and it says that paranormal tours of the property take you to the main floor, upstairs, and the basement, where the so-called portal to hell, the dust-filled hole once claimed to drain animal remains and serve as disposable. Um, for like all these remains reside. So there's this well in the basement and that's where they would kind of like put all the discarded stuff. Um, and it's just, it's this, it's one of those things where it's the same space used by multiple entities and many of them were negative. So it's just like this compounded negative energy that's in this one space. Um, and I refuse to ever step foot in that place. Didn't we, didn't we learn the lesson from the movie, The Ring? You don't mess with Wells either. <laughs> Touche, my friend. Touche. Like, if I go into a place and there is like a deep well in that place and it looks scary, nah, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going right. to mess with that. Like, right. That it's like, you're just asking for bad juju. You are totally asking for bad juju by doing that. Yeah. I, uh, my cousin visited and she wanted to go visit it. I'm like, I will drop you off. <laughs> um, across, across the street i won't even like pull on the property um and then call me when you're ready um and i'll have someone else pick you up because i, I don't want to deal with that 
I might eat shellfish if you go. Well, I guess you're never going to have some shellfish. Shellfish, then. <laughs> I'm going to be shellfish and not do it because. Oh, <laughs> uh, dad jokes. <laughs> yeah, man. There's just well, there's absolutely no way. That was awesome. I think that was the last place we had on our list tonight, correct? Yes. Yeah, so I just want to run through them. Um, the uh, Music Hall in Cincinnati, the Ohio State Reformatory in Mansfield, Dent Schoolhouse in Cincinnati, the Ridges in Athens, Ohio, uh, Buxton Inn in Granville. Um, we have the Moonville Tunnel. Um, we have Camp Chase Confederate Cemetery, Trinway Mansion, and Bobby Mackey's. Sweet. Uh, so check them out. Sounds like a lot of really good places. Uh, I definitely got some new ideas that I want to go check out. Um, Josh and I are going to have to go check out some places when I'm in Cincinnati next because it sounds like we got some really fun, uh, some fun haunted places, you know, as if his house isn't already haunted. Right. Seriously. Yeah. That'll be another story for that grand finale. Yeah, um, absolutely. But I think this is, this is, you know, the year where we're kind of confined to certain things and, um, if, if you want to just take a road trip, we're in fall now and the leaves are starting to change um, or they're in the middle of changing as we speak. And so this is kind of the way if you just want to hop in the car, take a road trip, drive past a couple places. Some of these places are in the same city. So um, something to consider, at least see where they are. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I teased next week's topic because we said either or haunted places or reincarnation. So I think you all know what might be coming up next week. Oh yeah, reincarnation. We may probably mix up with another topic. Uh, that's my guess, and that will be to be decided. So stay tuned. Yes, yes, sir. All right, folks. Well, thank you. Um, if there's some places that we missed, some places that you've been to that everyone else should know about, let us know, and Absolutely. we will figure it out together next week.